It is a lovely day. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Good morning, everyone. My name is Nancy Merritt, and I am honored to serve on your board of trustees. Welcome to everyone in the sanctuary today and everybody who's joining us online. Our Sunday service is at 10 a.m. Central Time, and you can watch our services anytime on demand or on our website or on YouTube. Reverend Pat, our beloved senior minister, had knee surgery last week, and so he's going to be out for several weeks. Please hold him in your prayers and see him returning to us with ease and grace. Drum roll. Today, following the service, <laughs> we're having fun. 
we're going to celebrate. <laughs> we're celebrating the fact that we had a 97% yes vote to move forward with the building and renovation of our building. Thank you. So come and join us in Friendship Hall. We have cake and balloons and some gold bricks, which I believe are Hershey Nuggets, to take away and just celebrate the fact that we're moving forward. And I want to thank the REACH team that set this up today. If you're in the sanctuary, just raise your hand, wherever you guys are. There they are. Thank you, everybody, for doing that. Awesome job. So come and celebrate with us. It's a great, great milestone to celebrate. And also, following the service today, calling all Unity artists, Planning has begun for our Unity Art Fair this fall. Meet with Jim Geisinger after the event in, or after the service in the YOU room in the upper level to learn how you can support this special event and if you're interested. Also, animal yoga that had been scheduled um, for a three-week series starting today has been canceled. So if anybody has signed up, just know that that's not going to happen today and we'll get back to you if that gets rescheduled. A practical guide to prosperous living class begins on Wednesday. Reverend Tony and Karen Ani will lead and help us awaken to true prosperity and how to live from this eternal source. So please join that. Sign up is out in the garden court. Our July outreach project is our annual backpack drive and school supplies. So in the audience somewhere, we have a backpack that you're going to raise. Oh, I'm supposed to. That's my job. Looks like this. So in case you didn't know what a backpack looks like, this is what they look like. And, and school supplies. So um, please, please bring those. You know, these kids really need that to get a good, exciting start to school, if you remember what that was like. And if you can't always afford to get those things, having something new and fresh like that is pretty awesome. So cash donations are also gratefully accepted, so you can certainly give those as well. Donations can come to the church in the month of July. And we also know that some of you have your favorite spots to sit in in the sanctuary. We know this. Um, with our space filling up, however, just remember, if you can move into the center, it helps people that maybe had to get here a little late find places to sit easily when they arrive and feel welcome. So if you can think about that. And as you know, we are the light of the world. And to prove it, Green Lights, who is an organization that donates to nonprofits, has generously donated 26 cartons of four-pack LED light bulbs to us. They're available at the um, exits to the building, entrance and exits, as well as Friendship Hall. So help yourself and help with the green print, you know, our green footprint. But they're available, so help yourselves to them, take them home with you, and, and make good use. And now, uh, details for all of these events and activities are in your bulletin, they're on our Facebook page, weekly newsletters, you can call or email the church office. And now, if you would please join Karen Ani for our opening prayer. Welcome. We start in opening prayer, so let's just take a moment. And you can either close your eyes or just bring your energy to your heart center. And just feel that energy of God within. And just generate that feeling of love and generosity and support and that healing power of love. And we take a moment to just bless this amazing day, this refreshing air that we are breathing in. We are grateful for that. We send that love and healing energy and wholeness and see Reverend Pat in the healing and wholeness that he is. We see that knee just moving clearly and lovingly. 
I'm going to hold my aunt who has passed last night, so I was just thinking about family. So all your family, your friends, really take to heart uh, that connection. Even if there isn't a connection, holding your family and love and your heart and support. We bless each and every one of us today, and we open up to the power of release. So we're going to learn uh, the lesson of release, and we're going to bring that out into the world today. So when you step out of this sanctuary today, take that message and bring that message of love and kindness to just that next and perfect person that you meet today. So we are grateful. We're grateful for our band, for each and every one of our volunteers. We hold our prayer list in loving prayer and all our prayer chaplains, and we say thank you, God, for this glorious day. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Karen. I pulled that on her this morning <laughs> when she walked in and I said, Karen, how would you like to do the opening prayer? Thanks, Karen. Yes. Good morning. How are you? Let's try that again. How are you? Yes. And how are you guys coming in off of the live stream? I'm going to hear you loud and clear. You're great, right? Great. Welcome, everyone. What a wonderful day. It's absolutely gorgeous outside. And I must tell you that <clears throat> I really appreciate now the coolness of Minnesota. <laughs> I have sisters living in Louisiana, and they are now in their second week of triple-digit uh, heat. So um, I would ask you guys to hold them all in your prayers because it's not going to end anytime soon. And we are here as unity, an open and inclusive community, here to gather and to sing. 
Yes, Patty's here and Lori's here and the crew is here to sing, to, to join together in fellowship, in exploration. And we are always, always excited when we have guests come today. So if you are here for the first time, or as Reverend Pat likes to say, feels like the first time, I would ask you to raise your hand. Just, just come. Ah, Jeannie, yes, raise your hand. There she is. Yes, ma'am. The rose, the rose is from our congregation. And for those of you coming in live stream, um, there is information on the screen for you to fill out. And if you would, um, send that to us and give us information. For those of you here in the sanctuary, there is a card in that envelope and some information about unity. And we'd love to have you fill that out and, and give it to one of our ushers or put it in the bookstore so that we can get back to you. Somebody from our staff will be in contact with you. It's an amazing community. I'm here to testify that it's an amazing community, and we want to say, let you know how welcome you are um, in, this, in this day here together. Whew. It's cool. It's a little warm, sorry. Um, so first off, I want to say thanks again, and then I want to ask you to join me this morning as we affirm together our... Uh, vision. Yes, our vision. It was right on the crease and I couldn't see it. Um, right on the crease. So let's say together the vision. The vision that we're holding as a community and as individuals for this community, Unity and Frederick. Ooh. You guys didn't even realize what I did, did you? Hmm. I'm not going to tell you. You didn't know it? I'm not going to tell you. Somebody called it Unity Minneapolis. Right. Let's say it together. Centered in spirit, we celebrate a world transformed by love, peace, and compassion. Amen. We are an inclusive community, as always. We welcome all, no matter what your, what your path you're taking on your journey. You're welcome here in Unity Minneapolis. No matter who you are, no matter who you love, no matter what you look like, no matter what God you hold, you're welcome here. We look forward to seeing you here again. And so now we have the reading of our daily word. Ah, Wendy Lee is reading our daily word. There she is. There you go. We now move deeper into spirit with the reading of the daily word. You are invited to add your prayers to our prayer box in your mentally, in a mentally way. Uh, after the service, the prayer box is located in the garden court where you may add your written, we written requests. You may also submit an online prayer request via our website. Your prayers are prayed with by our prayer ministry for seven days and then are forwarded to Silent Unity for an additional 30 days. The word for today is power. We affirm, I look within and discover my power. 
Great power lies within me, like a jewel, a treasure chest full of gold and precious jewels buried in my own backyard. It's so close that I sometimes overlook it, leading me to search near and far, seeking strength and value outside myself. Yet my power is in my potential, a gift for me to discover. I am endowed with wisdom, love, and creativity, gemstones meant to be uncovered and shared with the world. I am rich in my capacity to use these gifts to reach goals and create my life with intentionality. As I think, speak, and behave in accordance with my divine abilities, I share these treasures. I bring into the light the hidden parts of myself. Knowing my power comes from expressing my best self. And scripture tells us from Ephesians 2 verse 10, for we are what he has made us, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand to be our way of life. The word for today is power. The lone wild bird in lofty flight is still with thee, nor leaves thy sight, and I am thine, I rest in thee.
we now take this time to slow down, to shift our focus from the outer and doing to the inner world of being. Gently closing your eyes and become aware of the space around your heart center. Use the exhalation to release any tensions or unease in this moment. On each exhalation, we release and let go. As we inhale, we notice the love and the peace. We gently settle into this rhythm. In his book on prosperity, Douglas Bottomorph states, if you want to be successful and prosper through life, regardless of our social environment. We must listen to our intuition and be true to ourselves. At the soul level, we are designed for success. When we learn to fill the well from the inner infinite spring, the one eternal source from which your being originates, you then fill your life from the inside out. He says, our creative life forth is healthy, our soul is healthy, and it is the realm of our consciousness where the breakdown occurs. What must change is the state of our consciousness that is built on the sand of false beliefs of who and what we are at the soul level. Charles Fillmore, our co-founder, says there are 12 powers that are inherent in man. These powers provide a system of soul growth. And one of these powers is release or elimination. I say no to anything that no longer serves me as the channel of elimination must be kept open to receive nourishment, so the channels of the mind power must be kept open for the digestion of greater ideas through the release of old. We clear out and remove any physical clutter. We release habits, dependencies, relationships that we have outgrown, releasing any unforgiveness or judgments that tether us to the past. As we continue to release what no longer serves us, we make room for the self-love, the acceptance of who we genuinely are, the abundance and the opportunities that are there for us. As we begin to enter into this time for the silence, we know and affirm we are ready to release what no longer serves us. We align with our soul and we feel the freedom, the prosperity, and the confidence to create the life we desire.
gently begin to deepen your breath. Slowly bring awareness back into the sanctuary. We know that we have just experienced a powerful time of silence together. Over this next week, we continue to release the old. We take time in our prayer and meditation to connect with our soul, to envision our dream or goal, and when prompted by our intuition, we take action and live life from this eternal source. We say amen. to say but I'm opting for silence so many days to live I think I'm sitting this one out cause something I've been chasing finally stopped to let me catch it something I've been longing for and dreaming about it's a whisper in my ear It's a shiver up my spine It's a gratitude I feel for all that's right It's a mystery appeal that's been granted me tonight This peace Something so elusive, something close but far away. It's the home that I can't live in yet, somewhere out there in space. And sometimes I barely miss it when I walk into a room. The curtains are still swaying and I feel the air move. And it whispers in my ear And it shivers up my spine It's the gratitude I feel For all that's right It's a mystery appeal That's been granted me tonight This peace Just time enough to breathe. 
It's a whisper in my ear It's a shiver down my spine It's the gratitude I feel for all that's right It's a mystery appeal That's been granted me tonight This This You, Patty, Lori. When Lori introduced me to that song earlier in the week, and she said, What do you think? I went, Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one I'm going to have to put on my playlist somehow or another. It's beautiful. Thank you, guys. Whew. Hi. Second week in July, second week of our month of looking at prospering our dream. Reverend Pat kicked it off last week with an amazing discussion about desires and expectations. He talked about, he read from uh, probably the Daily Word, uh, Charles Fillmore, our co-founder, one of our co-founders, um, defined desire in the revealing word this way. It says, an expression of the inmost being of man, of us. Deep desire is essential to spiritual growth. It draws the whole being up out of mortality and its transient joys into the power to appreciate and receive real spiritual blessing. Desire. We all have it. I don't know about you, but when I was growing up, desire was not that. <laughs> not that. More often than not, more often than not, desire was something that was going to lead me down the wrong road. Anybody shared that one with me? Desire was going to take me down the wrong road. So I, when I, this comes up, I'm just like, yeah, this makes more sense. There's this cosmic pull, this cosmic impulse. Because you see, the word desire, Latin de, D-E, is from, and sadu, my Latin teacher would be appalled, sadu is star. So desire is that which is from the stars. 
It's cosmic. It's within us. It comes from that place of God within us that is God within us. And so when we desire something, so long as we are connected and clear in the relationship with that divine essence, that desire is a blessing. It is an urge. It is a sacred urge. When we get muddled, um, Doug in his book, um, thank you, Karen, for a beautiful meditation, by the way. In his book, he talks about uh, desire as a prism, as light, and it, it moves through the prism. It doesn't change. It just branches out into the different colors. And if we find ourselves missing a color in our lives, it's not the light. It's the smudge on the prism. It's the cloudiness in the vessel that needs to be cleared. And I thought, okay, that makes sense to me. But then Reverend Pat also talked about expectation. And we talk about, in faith, we have that expectation of things. Why is it then that expectation can create the smudge? Hmm. What is your expectation? Do you even know consciously what you expect of life when you wake up in the morning? Deep down, where you know how to grow fingernails, is that expectation of what's going to happen to you today different than what you think in your head? Probably. Maybe not. Maybe. And if it's not, I want to know your secret. So come see me after the service. But for so many of us, there can be a difference in what our expectations are and what we think they are. There's a quote, again, in, um, in Doug's book that I want to share with you. He said, because so many people have unknowingly relegated themselves to prospering by the sweat of their brow, they have developed an attitude that questions whether or not it is right for them to prosper. I grew up with the work ethic, the you know, you got to work hard to get it. If you're not working hard, you're not earning it. I like to think that I have moved past that and that I have released that in my life. And then I wake up one morning and don't do something because I'm afraid that it's coming too easy. The other one that I have, that maybe comes out of that, I'm not sure, is what if I don't do it right? What if I look like an idiot because I fell? What if I get up in front of a whole congregation and blow, and blow the opening welcome? What happens? The little part of me that goes, oh, we're not going to try that anymore. 
Maybe Reverend Pat won't ask me to do that anymore. We call it shooting ourselves in the foot sometimes. How many times have we shot ourselves in the foot trying to accomplish something that is our desire, is our dream, but we keep shooting ourselves in the foot? That was my phrase. Perhaps at that moment, we need to begin to look at the expectation. What do I truly expect life to be? Do I really expect it to be easy? I'm a big thing on words, if you haven't noticed. And how many times a day when you face something, you say, this is going to be hard. Wow, this, this, this is going to be difficult. This is going to be hard. And you know what, folks? It will be. It will be. Because when we start with it's going to be hard, we don't see how it might be easy. Maybe not easy, but much more simple than we're making it out to be. Our expectation is, from wherever we got it, it's going to be, oh, see what I'm talking about here? Oh, okay, thank you, my mic. Um, but if we can step into something and say, hmm, this is going to be an interesting lesson. Or this is going to be an interesting opportunity for me to pick up new skills. Or look deeper into myself and find out what's holding me off. Hmm. I've learned a lot of new skills since I only have one hand. <laughs> I can pick up things with my toes. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm loving it. Um, and at the same time, there are mornings like yesterday morning when I woke up and got, oh, God, I don't know that I can get through this day. Guess what happened to the day? Hmm. So this idea of our dream, our desire, our view, our perspective, and what do we have down where we know how to grow fingernails as an expectation, that's... What is the next step in this process of prospering? And that is identifying what that is, knowing our true self. And Karen, you, the, the readings you did were beautiful about what is who we are. We are that spiritual being. We are whole. We are perfect in potential. We have everything we need. It's finding that and then identifying the things that are getting in our way that most often are unconscious, not conscious. Those are the things that we have to open up to, be willing to see them, and say, as we do in, what do we call it? There's the affirmation and the denial. I hate that word, by the way. I spent eight years in therapy learning not to deny anything. And I sit in a unity class for the first time, and they tell me, I go, the first thing i got to do is, well, you got to deny it. I almost got up and walked out. And then I realized that what he was talking about was not not seeing it, but seeing it, recognizing it, and letting it move on. Not have power over me. But I can't do that until I see it. You can't let it go 
until you see it and get clear about what it is. And that's not like that. I don't know about you, but it takes me a while to see it. And then it takes me a while to not do it again, to not think it again. It doesn't just happen overnight. And therein lies the amazing release process. There is, um, in, in, again, in Doug's book, um, he talks about two perspectives on life. One is the destination and one is the journey. And if I wake up and I see life as a destination, I will want some kind of outcome. I will want to know exactly what I'm getting, exactly what it's going to look like, exactly when it's going to happen, and all the details. And if I can't see it, most of the time I might just decide, forget it. It's not worth my time if I'm not going to get something from it. Tangible. Something I can name. If I'm on a journey, every step is a growth process. Every step, every decision, every new environment gives me something. Growth. Openness. Freedom in a different way. If life is a journey, every moment is a something I get. Hmm. I had not really gone into that level of detail with that concept until I read this book. But it makes sense to me because even if my dream is that, I have a dream and I have a dream. We have a dream here. And we know that there's something there that we want to attain, and that's a, not a bad thing. What would, be, um, what would not be of service to us is if we ha tomorrow came up with, oh, let's just say somebody out of love of unity donated $5 million to this church. From my mouth to God's ear. <laughs> <laughs> Would we not change our plans? Now, maybe we, would, maybe we would continue with the building as we've got it planned, and we would take that $5 million and we would invest it in outreach activities that would open, our, uh, open us up and continue to do the building. Yeah? It's the journey it's the learning and being able to see the potential in each of these things. Learning and letting go of old belief systems. So, how do we do that? I mean, it's easy. We talk about it. We meditate. We study. Of course, I believe it was Emily Cady, and Doug references this. Emily Cady says, you got to stop reading the books and just do it. <laughs> I think that's where Nike got its commercial <laughs> slogan. 
Um, but Emily did not get credit for that, I don't think. But, you know, we just, at some point, we can read and we can study and we can read and we can study. But if we don't do it, if we don't do it, it still is theoretical. And often, I find myself, because I am in every personality test you can name, I'm a head person. That's where I feel most comfortable. Because if I got out of my head, I'd have to feel the pain. I'd have to deal with the pain. And that takes a lot of energy and a lot of work. It's the only way to do it is to get out of your head. Make it real. Today. Now. In the moment. So when we talk about release, and that's the lesson for today, release. We use the phrase often in unity, we release it, we're gonna, we sang it today, I release and I let go, I let spirit run my life. We'll say, let go and let God. Beautiful phrase. And when you take it deep enough, it's really powerful. If you keep it at the surface and say, I'm letting it go. Mama used to say, put it on the altar. That was her phrase. Put it on the altar and let God take care of it. How often do we then think, okay, I've done my part. I can sit and wait. And God will fix it. Who's God in this room? In this place where you're sitting, you are. I am. Am I a God? No. <laughs> I'm a goddess, maybe, but not a God. No. Um, no, but I am of God. I am that nodule, that node, that manifestation of the power that is God. So when I let go and let God, so long as I take it down to understanding that it is for me to live the God principle, not the ego and not the outer world's expectations of me, but the expectation that is mine from conception. Let go and let God is powerful. But it doesn't mean you get to sit on your sofa and do nothing and wait for God to fix it. It's a, it's not a, it, there's no shortcuts in releasing and letting go of all of that that we have collected over our years that are misinformation about who and what we are. There's no shortcuts. I can't wave my magic wand and go... I'm clear. I work on it. You got to be in it for the long haul. It's not going to happen. Let me rephrase that. Very seldom does it happen overnight. There are those times when the light shines and somebody gets it. But even then, they have to work at it. They have to continue to work. Because around us is the same stuff that fed us to begin with. 
So we have to take action, and we have to be willing to let it go. We have to be willing to let it go. Sometimes we get so comfortable in the lifestyle that we live in and the, the way we are and the identity we have that, you know, have you ever gone that way? I just, I'm not sure I really want to change this. It might not be perfect, but I know it. But we have to be willing to change. We have to be willing to let it go, to release it. So let me from this little book. This is the book, and oh, by the way, we're teaching on this on starting on Wednesday. It's an amazing book. But let me close with this. How to do this, how to get this release, and how to move into the next. Look within, connect with your purest essence. You can't invent that essence part of yourself, but you can discover it. Your spiritual essence already knows the best avenues for expressing itself. When you meet your soul, your essence, you'll know it and you'll trust it immediately. You'll trust it enough to gradually begin doing what it has urged you to do all along. Listen to the still small voice. Be open and be on a journey. Prosperity comes. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added unto you. And it will happen. Blessings. Worry about a thing, yeah, 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 yeah. 
I'll try it up there. Don't you worry about a Don't you worry about a thing, no, no. Cause I'll be standing on the side when you check it out. When you get off your trip, everybody needs a change, a chance to check out the news. You're the only one who sees the changes you put yourself through. Don't you worry about a thing, no. Don't you worry about a thing, no, no. Cause I'll be standing on the side when you check it. Question. Is that also, is that what's called scat? Scatting? Okay. Only in Unity Minneapolis would we have performers who can do it beautifully for our, right before our offertory. I love it. I love it. It's, uh, you know, it's awesome. It's awesome. We are blessed today. We are totally blessed. I'm so glad you are here. And it's this time in our service where we get to express our own gratitude, to express through the process of giving to this community of our treasure. I give mine on a constant, uh, consistent giving electronically. You may do that. You may also have a check. You may use the QR code for those of you coming in live stream. It's on the screen. You can go to the website. There are a number of ways that we can make that gift and that is the gift that comes from our heart and comes into this community so that this community's heart can then give again so we are blessed i'll ask the ushers if you would come down now and as you we prepare to make that gift i ask you to take your gift whether it is the image of it in your hand or it is a physical in your hand hold it bless it and we will, again, you'll need to probably need to have your order of service because we're going to be using a different offertory blessing for this month of July. This comes, again, from uh, Doug's book. Um, and so we want to use that, um, that particular offertory. And if you would say that with me now. 
I lovingly release my gift in gratitude and peace. Thank you, God, for making me a channel of your abundance. Now say it again silently. give thanks for these gifts. We bless them. We bless those who have given. We hold this energy and know that it moves through us and as us to express the Christ divine within this community and beyond. And so we say thank you. Thank you, God. Amen. day. What a day. Are you interested in knowing what I did wrong? Oops. What mistake I might have made early on today? There you go. That one showed up. I got in the flow. I was in the flow in the welcome. And out of my mouth came unity and Frederick. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, that's where I spent 19 years as a minister before coming here. And I was surprised me. It I just like, wow, where did that come from? Um, and I continued to hold that congregation uh, as it is um, in my heart and uh, feel blessed to connect it to here. 
Some of them may actually, um, I know several have come in on live stream with us, and that's awesome. It's in Maryland, by the way. So, I'd ask our prayer chaplains, our on-duty prayer chaplains, would you stand for me today? These, these men and women are awesome. They hold space. They hold prayer. They come early. They hold this space. They begin to lay that foundation very early. They even go up, and one of them goes up and, and blesses the room for the children uh, now, and that helps to bring that together. So if you should need prayer today, please seek out one of these folks after the service, um, and they will be more than happy to hold your prayers in their confidence and hold it together today. Thanks. Appreciate it. Do we have kids today? We do? Well, let me see. Let me just check my list to make sure that there aren't other things I was supposed to do before we bring the kids in today. <laughs> that one, I must tell you, folks, I, I'm sure he's watching and he's probably going, oh my God, what she's doing to my service. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he is a big heart and he forgives really well. So... <laughs> But I must say that um, I, it's thrown me a little this morning with that little slip of unity in Frederick. It has, it has thrown me just a little bit today, and so I'm going to have to spend a little time working on that one, too, later. Yeah, it's all in there. Yep. And it's all unity. It's all unity, and so it's telling me that I'm feeling right at home here because I can do this in front of you and not feel like I'm going to you know, be railroaded out of town, which is my childhood fear. My child. So anyway, thank you again for being here. And we have a couple of things going. Don't forget, we got a celebration. We got a celebration in the Friendship Hall. Cakes and balloons and gold bricks that we thought were something else. I missed that. Sounded good, though. Yeah. And uh, so come and join us there as we celebrate our next step in moving towards our vision. Um, we also, there will be no animal yoga um, we, we just didn't get the sign-ups this time around, so we're hoping we can reschedule that. Join us on Wednesday night for our prayer class, I mean our prosperity class. There's a sign-up out in the in, uh, garden court, and we'll look forward to seeing you all during the week. And now, let's see what we got for the kids. Let's bring them in. Cassidy started her day with us and at 10.30 took off and she's on a plane as we speak to Kansas City to work with the YOU kids. International. International. Oh, mm -hmm. wow. Okay. She yeah. said it's going to be a lot of fun because she doesn't have to direct. Yeah. <laughs> 
And with the, with the young ones today, we were talking about ordinary activities. We read a story called Ordinary Mary, and Ordinary Mary finds some blueberries and gives them away, and five people to five people to five people. At the end of the story, it's six million people who experience an act of kindness. Oh. So, yeah. That's what we talked about. All right. And Tammy? Well, yeah, and she loves that. So I am in with the unit teams, which is sixth, seventh, and eighth graders, and we are starting a project for the summer through a Jane Goodall program called Roots and Shoots. And so we're looking for ideas of where in our community we can do a cleanup project, and the kids will lead the project, and we're super excited about it. Mm-hmm, excellent, excellent. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you to our volunteers, our adult volunteers who come and create and hold space and have fun. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, what a day. So let us join together, say our prayer for protection, and let's say it from our heart and then sing it from our heart as we sing the, uh, our peace song. Lori? Oh, yeah, we have to start first, don't we? <laughs> uh, now I wish it was Groundhog Day. You know, I could do it over again. <laughs> Let's start with our prayer for protection. The light of God surrounds us. I am light. The love of God enfolds us. I am love. The power of God protects us. I am power, and the presence of God watches over us. I am presence. Wherever we are, God is. I am divine, and all is well. Now, Lord. Ready? Now there is peace on earth. Be my joyous vow to take each moment and live each moment peace eternally. Now there is peace on earth, and it has begun with me. Have a great week, everyone. So fun to be back. Rise and look around you. 
Then you'll see who you are On a clear day how it will astound you That the glow of your being outshines every star You'll feel part of every mountain, sea, and shore You will hear from far and near the sound you never heard before and on a clear day, on that clear day, you will see forever and ever and ever more. fun.